It is Well Talk Monday, and I am so happy that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well. We are on episode 12, which means that we have only four more episodes left in this first season. Time is flying, and we are having so much fun. I'm even more excited to share season two with you guys in January um, because next season we're going to be jam-packed with guests and even more dope topics. So please continue sending your topics in, telling me what you want to talk about, telling me what topics you like to cover. But today we are talking about a topic that is super important to address as women, um, specifically as well women, and that topic is your tribe, your girls, your people, your friendship circle. So, have you ever heard a woman say, oh, I don't do female friends? Like, I know you probably have. You may have even been a woman who had or still have that philosophy. Well, today I want to propose to you the opportunity to change that narrative. I want to encourage you to not just be open to good friendship circles from from women, but I want to challenge you to actually be the friend that you need. What if I told you that God created us to live in community and to do life together? Not just with men and and sexual or um, romantic relationships, but with other women as well. And by having the I don't do females mindset, you're really selling yourself short and robbing yourself of an amazing experience to connect with women who are going through the same seasons and the same experiences that you're facing. I mean, because you do know that we all go through the same things, right? Like, we just go through them during different seasons and times. I'll prove it to you. Have you ever been broke? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Have you ever had your heart broken? Me too. Ever had something to celebrate? Yeah, me too. Exactly. (laughs) See? We just go through the same things. We just go through them at different times. And having a circle who can understand you and who can walk with you through different situations is a gift. So I know for me, my personal experience with female friends, quote unquote, has been absolutely amazing. Like my mom always tells me that I have some of the best friends a girl could ask for and she is not lying. I always say that I'm super fortunate because in each season of my life, I literally have walked away with lifelong friends. So for instance, I have two best friends who have literally been my best friends since preschool, like no lie. And to this day, we talk almost every other day. And we all get on three-way like once a week (laughs) during our morning commutes because now we have kids and lives and careers. And one of them lives in St. Louis. So we are very intentional about keeping our relationship fresh and alive. Um, High school, I have a couple of friends that to this day I could call for anything and we show up for each other like good, bad, or ugly. And then I walked away from college with two best friends who are my saving grace. (laughs) They are my go-to girls. One of them is about to have my niece. I cannot wait to meet her. And so now that I'm an adult, God has so orchestrated my life in such a way that I've crossed paths with at least five women who are now my family, like period. So I basically have about 10 best friends. (laughs) And that's not to mention the amazing women who I do life with in my church community. And I'm just, I'm really proud to say that, you know, I am so blessed to have them all because they've walked through some really, really sweet seasons in my life and some seasons that were the exact opposite. They've been there for me. They've walked with me through them. And I can, I'm happy that now I can do the same thing for them. And so it's important to have your tribe because... 
for me personally, being the person who encourages others and being the person who constantly pours out, I need people who can not just pour into me. I need people who I can just be myself around. Like, I need my people who I can just call and say, you know what? I don't want to be preaching Nisha today. <laughs> I just want to be normal. And they allow me that safe space. Like, these women give me that safe space to be just who I am, to just be me on that day. And so, just like I need my go-to people, you need yours too. I don't care how much you try to act like you have it all together or how much you claim to not trust people. Like, those excuses are really old. And if they are the ones that you're using, then you need to do some serious forgiving. Or you need to look at the common denominator in your friendships, and that's you. Or maybe you need to do both. In fact, you probably need to do both because there is something that happened that got you to this place of not being able to accept women or not presenting yourself as a woman who desires to be accepted. Um, I love my people. I love my people to life, all of them. These women have literally showed me what the power of real sisterhood can do for a person. And I don't want you to limit yourself any longer by saying that you don't do female friends. I need you to experience this amazing sense of community. I need you to realize that you are not protecting yourself with this mindset. You're actually doing the opposite. You're hurting yourself and you're selling yourself way short. So my goal today is simple. I really want you to walk away from this episode doing one of two things or both. One, gaining clarity about who your tribe is. I mean, really looking around and taking in the fact That you have your people or your person and really take time to appreciate them. Or maybe you aren't in that group who has their tribe identified. And if you aren't, that's cool. I need you by the end of this podcast to come to that realization. To come to the realization that you've been living in a bubble. And that you need to open yourself up to loving and being loved by other women who can hold you accountable. And walk this thing called life out with you. So there are a few things that I want you to know about what it means to have a friendship circle. Um, The first thing that I want you to realize, and the toxic part of it, of the I don't do female friends, we got to understand that it started somewhere. Like, you didn't just wake up like that. Something happened, something broke, something was taught to you that made you adopt this mindset. It started somewhere. Listen, do not let your aunties and your mama and them and any other woman push their beliefs and their experiences onto you. What happened to them did not happen to you. So you don't automatically have to adopt the mindset of, oh, I don't do females. And even if something did happen to you, even if a friend did break your heart, even if, you know, a girl did stab you in the back or whatever, you don't have to accept that as being every woman's behavior because it's not. And you have to understand that no one is perfect. But at the same time, you got to ask yourself, what do you bring to the table? Because you're not a victim. You're a victor. You win. Things work for you. And so when things are not working for you, when relationships are not working for you, yes, it very well could be somebody else's fault, but we all play a role. So we also have to say, okay, what am I bringing to the table? What could I have done differently? How could I have been a better friend? You know, Um, I have this firm belief that if you see the cycle then you are assigned and you're tasked with breaking the cycle. I firmly believe that. If you see something, you got to do something. Um, God does not expose you to just give you information. (laughs) He doesn't expose you to things so you can just walk around knowing stuff. Like, no, 
He exposes us because he's arming you with details that you need to be made aware of in order to overcome and to switch up the pace of whatever you're in. So God didn't show you the cycle of lack in your family so that you can just walk around defeated or walk around saying, oh, my family just, we bad with money. No, 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 no. He allowed you to see the cycle so that you could break the cycle. Because sometimes people are in stuff and they don't even realize what they're in. They don't even realize that it's a cycle. They don't even realize that it's toxic. So when we are in it and we still get to get a view, like an outside looking look or inside looking out view, or rather outside looking in, I'm sorry, view of the situation. Like when we're actually going through the situation, when we're actually in it, but God still allows us to see what it looks like from the outside. That's because he's trying to equip us with details and things that we need in order to change the pace, in order to change the cycle, in order to break the curse. So if you say something, you're tasked with breaking the cycle. If you see something, you have to do something. Let God help you be a good friend and let him help you open yourself up so that he can send you your girls. You don't have to walk around just because your aunties and them don't have no girlfriends, <laughs> just because they all they got and they don't do women. That does not have to be your story. You could be the one to say, you know what? I see y'all bitter. Y'all mad. All y'all got is each other and y'all fight each other. <laughs> And y'all want, like, y'all don't want any other girlfriends. And I don't want that. That's toxic. That's not the lifestyle that I want. I want a, a sense of community. If you see something, then you have to say something. And then you have to break the cycle. So you don't have to just adopt this narrative or this mindset. I remember when I was in middle school, it was a thing. Like, everybody was like, nah, I hang out with boys because girls do too much. Girls too much drama, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, okay, well, if that's every relationship you've ever been in, I think it's time for you to stop looking at them. And I think it's time for you to start looking at you and looking at what you bring to the table of the friendship, right? So just because you see it or just because that's the narrative or the story that's been told to you, that does not mean that you have to adopt that mindset. The second thing I want you to know, quality over quantity. For me, I have a large tribe. That's just me. And I love every single woman who makes up my circle. And I know who I can go to based on what I need in the moment. Like, that's a blessing to me, you know. I have my few who I can call and they'll let me be a crybaby. They're going to just let me cry. And then I have my few who I can call and they're going to let me cry too, but then they're going to tell me I got to boss up. <laughs> like, you know, and, and both of them are valuable because there are seasons that happen or there are times even in seasons where we just need to cry. We don't need to hear nobody's advice. We don't need to hear nobody telling us what we need to do. We just need to mourn. We just need to, to let it out. And then there are seasons <laughs> and there are times where we need to cry but then we need to figure out what we're going to do to get out of this space. I'm typically, and I know this about myself, I'm typically that, okay, I'm going to let you cry for a couple of days, but then you got to boss up. I'm that type of friend. <laughs> so my friends know if they want to call me to just cry, it's going to be a little uncomfortable for me. But again, because I'm looking at myself and not just my girls, I realize that I have to be, I got to kind of be both. You know what I mean? I have to allow them the space to cry, to get things out of their system. And then when the time is right, I just use discernment 
And then I'm able to say, hey, you know, we cried about this for the past three phone calls. Now we got to figure out what we're going to do to get you out of this situation. You know what I mean? Like I have to learn a balance. And that's just me being transparent and being, you know, I can't be so critical that, you know, I'm not allowing my friends that safe space. So, yes, you do have to boss up. But, yes, they can also cry. I know for me, looking, reflecting on the friend that I am, I'm able to say that's something that I need to work on. I can't just boss them up real quick. <laughs> like, I have to allow them that time and that space because that's what they give me. So, I know who I can go to for certain, you know, for certain things. And so, that's the beauty is knowing that, for a fact, my entire tribe offers me something that makes me better. Every woman in my tribe offers me something that pushes me to be a better woman, right? So having a huge circle, it may not be your story, and that's cool. Like I told you, I have about 10 women, <laughs> maybe maybe 12 in my circle. Um, you may have one friend or two, and that's okay. Like as long as you're giving each other what you what y'all need and what each other needs, that's all that matters. I would much rather have two bomb, authentic friends who love me for real, who hold me accountable for real, and make me a better woman overall, than to have ten women around me who do the exact opposite. Quality over quantity, quantity, and this is how I knew I had some bomb friends, because like I said, every friend. My friends, like, I get them. <laughs> this is how I get them, how I acquire them. <laughs> I acquire them through different seasons of my life. And so some people just stick, you know what I mean? And some kind of fall off, and that's cool. You know, it means that you want me to stick. That's totally fine. No shade. It's just good. That's just how it is. But how I knew I had a bomb group of women around me is that I am typically the one who brings everybody together. So a lot of people know each other, like, through me. And when I bring them together, it's not like we all grew up together. You know what I mean? Because I met them through different seasons of my life. So a lot of times they don't even know each other. And I can have a whole, like, intimate girl girl talk session or whatever. Or just, like, everybody comes to my house and hang out. And they'll come, and you would never know we've not been friends forever. Like, you would, if you walked in the room, you would think we've been friends all of our lives. And it's so amazing for me to see the caliber of women who I have around me. Because it's, like, it's no cattiness. It's no like, oh, I don't know her or where she come from. Oh, you got new friends now? Like, nah, man, we don't do that. We don't do that. That's not even, that ain't even the vibe I'm on. Like, that's not what we do at all. So it's so amazing to me that I can bring these women around and they just like love on each other just because I love them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's amazing. So quantity over, or quality rather, over quantity. You don't have to have a lot. I just... Me and my son, we just have a really large tribe. That's just how it is. But that might not be your story, and that is okay. That is okay. If you got your two, if you got your one, if you have your Jonathan, <laughs> your one person on your side who loves you, who makes you, holds you accountable, who makes you a better woman, who makes you a better thinker, that is all you need. I'm trying to tell you. So quality over quantity. Your circle does not... And should not look like anybody else's. Love who you have and let them love you as well. So now that hopefully you've opened yourself up to the idea of having a, having a good, good girlfriend, I want to answer the question, why? Why do you need godly relationships and what do they do? Hopefully this can begin to gauge your current friendships, help you gauge them and reflect on whether or not they look like this 
or you can gain information on how to enhance the friendships that you are already a part of. Either way, it'll make your relationships better. So the first thing that you need to know is that friends help us to enjoy God better. God created us for a community. He created us for each other. He created us to love and to experience everything that he created together. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you know of a bomb restaurant, you tell your friends and you want your friends to go with you, right? To go like to experience it. So of all the things that we enjoy, God is hands down the greatest. And we enjoy him the most when we are in friendship circles that help us see the manifestation of who he is. When we're able to call each other and say, girl, let me show you how God showed up today. And that sharpens each other's faith. It helps each other sharpen um, each other's faith. Remember, the Bible says that iron sharpens iron, right? So when we get to enjoy God together, like that's what it's all about. Second thing. Friends help us to expose sin that keeps us from God. So the Bible says that faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Sin deceives us. Like, let's not get it twisted. Sin is a lie. Sin deceives us. Sin has us walking around hit, blinded, right? So sin deceives us so much so that it will have, it really will have us walking around like no one can judge us. And like what we're doing is okay, even if we are dead wrong. But it takes a real friend to pull up on us and to say, hey, girl, you living lower than what you should. Or to challenge us and to challenge our habits and to challenge our lifestyles and cycles that we find ourselves in. If you know that you ain't living right or you know that you're settling in any area of your life and your friend has not said anything at all about your choices, you might need to reevaluate. Like if you know you're wrong <laughs> and it's clear that, that you're wrong. And your friends ain't said nothing about it and they know about it, you might need to reevaluate. Because a real friend is gonna call you out in areas that you're struggling in. Not to make you feel bad, but they're gonna do it to help you level up. You know, and sometimes we're in relationships or we're making choices that are not good for us and we can't see it because we're in it, right? And it takes people looking on and looking at us from the outside to be able to call us out and to see what we can't see. A real friend is going to do that. It's called holding you accountable, a.k.a. not letting you ruin your own life, girl. Let your friend say what she got to say. <laughs> and then the third thing, at the same time, friends help us to obey God. A real friend who knows Jesus like who knows Jesus for real and who knows that he's the secret sauce to life is not going to let you settle. Like she's going to introduce you to Jesus and to a better way of living. Your friend really is going to hold you accountable and help you to see ways that you can grow in your walk. A true friend will help you understand that life is just sweeter when you're walking with Jesus. Again, that word accountability comes up. When you're making choices that are contrary to the life that you claim that you want, a real friend is going to call you out on it. Like, she's going to be like, girl, I thought you said you wanted to be a wife. So why are you messing with him? <laughs> like, he got a wife. Ooh, what, what you doing? Can't do that. I thought you said you wanted to meet this financial goal. Oh, okay. So why you blow your income taxes? Oh, okay. I'm not getting your business. I'm just bringing to light the situations that you find yourself in, right? And you do what you want to do with it. But I'm just, as a friend, I got to hold you accountable. As a friend, I got to pull out those areas that, that might be you moving too fast in and maybe you're not really stopping to think about, 
you know, the the consequences of your actions. But I know, I know, I could have swore you told me you wanted X, Y, and Z, but you're doing A, B, and C, right? Like a real friend is going to hold you accountable when you're making choices that are contrary to the life that you claim that you want. A real friend is going to call you out on it. Like that good, good girlfriend will not let you stay stagnant. And she's not going to let you stay stuck in your mess. She's going to help pull you out. She's at least going to give you the tools to help you get out. So we all want a friend like this. But I really need you to ask yourself, are you being that friend too? Like life gets so busy and we get so consumed with what we have going on. But I was really convicted a few months ago. Um, God showed me that I'm doing all these amazing things for God and to reach women in my city and all around the world. But God showed me, Nisha, you you skipping steps. He's like, Nisha, you're trying to reach all these other women, but you have women right here in your circle that you're overlooking. Send out a text message. Ask them how they're doing. Tell them that you'll pray for them. Be the friend that you're trying to desire. Be the friend that you're trying to look for, right? Like those who are connected to you need you too. Those who are directly connected to you need me too. And that's God saying they need me, right? And that's the same petition I want to lay out to you. I want to challenge you to open yourself up to these kind of friends who love and push and challenge you. But then I want you to open yourself up to actually being that friend. Remember, whatever vibe we put out is exactly what we're going to get back. So if you're self-centered and you're rude and you're not into anyone else, you can't expect anyone to be team you, okay? Like, be the girl that you need. Remember, we need each other more than you know. Don't be that woman who has let bitterness settle in where love and friendship should have flourished. We've got to change this catty narrative, y'all. Like, I mean, let's be honest. If we can be totally honest, some of us have taken men back over and over, okay? But you let your homegirl make one mistake. Y'all falling out. Like, what? <laughs> you wipe your hands on her? Like, no, sis. No, 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 no. What you need to do is you need to take that same energy, you need to dump old boy, and then you need to make things right with your homegirl because she's the one that's going to be there. She's the one that's going to have your back, right? Like, be open to the relationships that God has sent you. Know that he has sent women to help you, help you to become the woman that you're supposed to be, the woman that you were created to be. And I pray that you open yourself up to the dope bonds waiting to form around you. So let's pray. God, I thank you for the power of relationships. Help us to look around and to see which relationships you sent and which relationships you meant for us to be in. God, remove the toxic mindset that suggests that we don't need each other as women and that we're protecting ourselves or doing ourselves a favor by keeping other women out of our lives. That is a lie from the enemy. That is a lie that, that he wants to use to keep us captive and to keep us alone and bound in our sin. God, help us to lay down that way of thinking and to pick up the thought the, the thought process of community. God, help us to be the girlfriend that we need. I pray that every woman who is listening to this podcast will be able to identify at least one person as their person. I pray, God, that you will place us in relationships that push us and challenge us and make us better women for your glory, God. Don't let bitterness take root where joy and love should have flourished. God, help us to forgive those who have hurt us in the past and make us well enough to love that same girl who hurt us, even if it's from a distance. Help us to love her anyhow. Make us well women, God. 
It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Listen, thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that you share this message. I pray that it is it is a blessing to you and that it just challenges you and helps you to level up as a woman and help you to level up in your relationships. I do want to make a couple of announcements just so you can hear it from me. Um, the first one is that I am not on social media and I won't be for at least two weeks. Um, I'm just kind of vibing out with God, see where he takes this thing, see what happens. Um, so I won't be posting on social media for the next couple of weeks. Um, nothing is wrong at all. <laughs> I just know that as both a creator and just a woman in general, sometimes you need to pull back. Like sometimes life can get super, super loud and just comparison, even if you're not doing it on purpose, it's like in your mind, you see people's lives all day, every day. And then you look at yours. And then even if your life is great, somehow, sometimes you find holes, right? And you find areas that you feel like you want made better. And that's kind of my story. And so I just really need to pull back and I need to focus on what God is giving me because he's given me so much. I am so amazingly blessed. And so I just need to enjoy the season that he has me in. And so nothing, like I said, is wrong at all. I just want to make sure that I'm present fully for what God is doing and just planning for the for the future, planning for 2019 um, events and just things that I just need to give my um, my mental space to and my emotional capacity to just opening myself up to hear God more and hear him better. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Like sometimes we walking around depressed and don't know why. And it's because you've been looking at everybody else's highlight reel of their life and you trying to figure out how to match yours, you know? So I encourage you, even if you're not doing an indefinite one, or even if you're not fasting for two weeks, Take a week and fast. Just get off of social media and watch how much lighter you feel and how much you'll be able to hear God more when you declutter and when you just silence the extra stuff. Because that's all it is. It's just extra stuff um, around you. So with that being said, at least for two weeks, I won't be on there. I might be back after that, but I'm going to just go see what God says. Um, not putting a time limit on it. I might pop in every now and then um, for a little bit, but just... For the next few weeks, I will be off. Um, so with that being said, our main source of communication is going to be this podcast and it's going to be my email. My email is V as in Victor Johnson 0511 at gmail.com. If you have any prayer requests, if you have any questions, any issues, if you want someone to get signed up for the um, the Well Woman email list so that they can get the emails every Wednesday, shoot me an email. Like, you still can get in contact with me. I'm just not on social media. Um, also, be listening to these podcasts at the end. This is where announcements are going to be made. So just to stay current. And please, y'all, check your emails. <laughs> I think all of y'all are on my email list. If you are not, um, just email me and I'll put you on there. Like I said, but, um, please check your emails. A lot of people have been reaching out to me telling me that they did not get the email. Um, you did get it. I promise you did. It's in the spam folder. Please look at your spam folders because for whatever reason they're going, some of them are going to the spam folder until you, you know, give it permission to go to your regular folder. So if on Wednesdays, your email is not in your normal folder, Look in your spam or the promotional, those other little whack folders. Look in there, please, because that's where it is. I do not want y'all 
to miss out. And every time y'all hit me up and tell me y'all didn't get an email, I like have a panic attack. <laughs> so y'all please look in there because I really, really, really want y'all to have everything. So in those emails, um, I'll have announcements as well, just current event type of stuff. And then at the end of the podcast on Mondays, I will also make announcements. So even though I'm not on social media, I will still be posting our episodes, our month or weekly, I'm sorry, episodes on the podcast. And I will also still be doing our Wednesday emails. So you'll still be getting your, your content. I'm just not on, you know, on that platform. Um, and then the next topic for the roundtable discussion, so which if you're in RVA, we do a roundtable discussion every Thursday. We did not do it last week, and I'm praying about this week. But the next topic is going to be stress and anxiety. So when those tickets go on sale, which prayerfully will be this week, I will send you an email so that you can go and you can um, purchase your ticket using the link that I give you. So we're still good. We're still going to be communicating. Um, I just might be a little quiet on my pages. I will be quiet on my pages. But everything you need to know will be in the emails that I send you. So that means you may be getting a couple of more emails from me other than just on Wednesdays. Um, I won't spam your folder though. But um, <laughs> maybe getting a couple of more. But if you don't get them, please look in the spam folder or in the promotional folder because for whatever reason, they're going there. So please, please, please be blessed. Love you guys. Share this. Share all of the information that I give you. Um, and let's be well women. I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week.